Thank you for listening to the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. We here at the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast are simply fans of hockey, the New Jersey Devils, and professional wrestling, and are not to be considered as insiders or news reporters. Please note that opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of its hosts and occasional guests. Listener discretion is advised. Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Chip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Episode 16, High Sticks and Super Kids Podcast, Big Dog. Prayers are with you, my friend. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. prayers. We will get to that in a little bit. High Sticks and Super Kids Podcast, your home. Your home. It is your home for the best blend of hockey, pro hockey, professional wrestling, in a podcast form with your pals, Rob and Dave. It might be your only hockey wrestling podcast i dare you to find me another wrestling hockey podcast like ours oh it's true <laughs> it's damn it's true. damn true uh 16 episodes that's what for four years. four months holy shit we're doing this for four months yeah happy anniversary <laughs> i don't know sweet 16 should we change the show title <laughs> sweet <No>. 16 <laughs> no episode 16 awards get into a lot of stuff here how you been? It's been a week. It Doing has good? Been. Apparently we should be building arcs because it's supposed to rain really soon. Not to be confused with Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, no, no. A movie that you've probably actually seen. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, well, I mean, it's Halloween, so like Noah and the Ark are going to be around, right? <laughs> That's, is, that, is that how that works? I don't, I don't know. On Halloween? Yeah. Why not? Dress Man. up as Noah. No one will know. Everybody hates religion. That's true. And <laughs> <laughs> of all the things in this country that's gone wrong, we can all... Hate religion for, in some way, shape, or form. It'll change from what, what would Jesus do to blame Jesus. Yeah. And Allah. And, and and anybody else. And anyone else. Yeah. Wow, topical. Wow, yeah, I know. Hey, t- uh, topically stamp these episodes so you know we're not like recording all 16 in, in a day. Mm, yeah. And then saying goodbye. All right. We will, um, well, apparently we have a new character on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, would you like to introduce him, or, or, or would you like me well, to introduce him? Well, first of all, his, you can introduce him, but do you know where his name came from? Um, no. There was an old Islanders player named Benoit Hogue. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. And you, and you did a little mix into this. A little, a little bit of that. hockey, a little bit of wrestling. A little bit of this, a little bit. And you and... come up with Benoit Brogue. <laughs> The Irish man who both watches wrestling and he watches a little bit of the hockey. A little bit of hockey. Thank you. Do you know who who brought up Benoit Brogue? <laughs> we'll be, we'll bring more Benoit Brogue back on later. No, no. Wait, wasn't he supposed to have some 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 cheesy taglines like like a a radio um, announcer does? No, I don't know. Well, I'll, no. you think of can't it. Can't put me on the spot right now. I got to think about it. <laughs> what do you mean, you? This is this is Benoit Brogue, our, oh, our field yeah. reporter. Oh yeah, third mic, you know. <laughs> All right, let's get back to some crease to crease. A little update on the uh, Devils hockey from the week that's been. 
Um, injuries aplenty on our team. Yes. Aplenty. Um, Zajac went down. Santini broke his jaw, apparently. Well, Zajac's back. Yes. Uh, Lovejoy apparently um, has a lower body injury but is skating. Um, John Quinville sent down again. He's uh, just – he's. Everyone talks about how like he's he's a strong player and and he is quick and he's got good size, but there's just there's something about his hands and his decision making that an example of like the puck went in the corner, it was going behind the net for in the offensive zone, and like he grabbed the puck and didn't pick his like I noticed it. He didn't pick his head up till he got to the other side of the net, even though he had nobody on him. He didn't pick his head up till he got to the other. Instead of picking it up right behind the net, right. where he would be able to see where everyone is, didn't pick his head up till he got to behind the net, just pe- to the other post, and then just lazily throws a pass in front to no one. He had no pressure. Hold on, like it's that kind of stuff that keeps getting him, kind of. And at times he doesn't look like he's ready, like he's in shape, especially when that puck gets stuck in the defensive zone. And it's just whirling around and he's taking three, four strides and then just reaching. He's not even trying to, you right. know, like like if, if I'm a rookie and I'm on the bubble and I'm literally minutes away from being sent down. Like he has spurts where it's like, OK, OK, I see something. All right, fine. And then you talk about stuff like that. And it's like, well, OK. And it's it's tough for us to showcase him, to trade him. Oh, yeah, when he's, I mean, I mean, how long has he been with our team where he's had this, this he's been, John Quinville, like. He's been a pro for two years, and he's played 19 NHL games, and he has four points. And I think those four points, like two of them came when we played the Rangers last year or two years ago, when, whenever Blen, him and Blendizi played together. So, like, is he starting to become, like, the next Reed Boucher? Like. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's time to let him season down there a little bit. A little bit long? Just keep him down there? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, apparently that's maybe what they're doing. Joey Anderson was just called up. It's it's really just a, his spots in the lineup is really just there until Brat comes back. And then once Brat comes back, it'll be, Zaja, it'll be Zaka, who's another shit show. It'll be Zaka, uh, Mojo. And Brett on that second line, and then you would take Zajac, Coleman. And right now, I'd put D there. D, yeah. And then you have Miles, or you put Miles Wood there, and then you have D Boyle, and I guess you'd put Joey Anderson there now. Another thing too, is or no, n- uh, Nason. Nason. It's Nason. <clears throat> I mean, you brought up Wood. Another game last night. Um, I mean, we'll get to the, the like a game kind of recap. But again, like we keep we keep hounding on it and talking about it. Like Wood has the speed. He, he has, has the skill. He had seven shots in seven minutes of play through two periods. That's why he plays. Now, were they great scoring chances? No. No. I mean, they were shots on net. But I mean, I guess you could look at it as every shot on net. There's going to be a time where the NHL is going to learn how to cheat a little bit. And any time that Mojo has the puck on a stick, you know he's going to flip it. So you do some type of legal, illegal, like, pick to stop yep. uh, Wood from flying down the ice. And that's it. His shit, yeah, but his, he won't 20- sell it. He's not going to sell, like, when that guy interferes with him. He doesn't. Or he oversells it and then gets the unsportsmanlike. And... I never thought I'd say, like, after watching Eric Griba play yesterday, I miss Ben Lovejoy. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, there was at least three shifts where I saw Eric Griba was up on the blue line in the defensive zone when the puck was in the corner. So like he, 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 was just looked, a, he was taking a Kobe treatment. <laughs> he just looked lost. He looked lost. And he's slow. It's, it, it's almost he, like how Boyle was at the beginning of like last season or when he started coming back from his, his, his cancer stuff. It, I mean, it's, it's like... He is a taller anti-Volchenkov. Wow. A taller tank, huh? Yep. So, there we go. 
Um, so, so what do we have as trade chips? We have possibly, we have Quenvote, possibly we have Jimmy Anderson, possibly have Pavel Zaka. For, Zaka, Zaka for, needs to, he needs to put, I would say within the next 10 games. Something. He needs to put together a good seven, eight points in the next 10 games because yesterday he had a two-on-one. He had a clear lane. The, the defenseman's stick was going for the pass, and he fucking forced the pass. And as soon as it happened, I text you, and I was like, fucking Pavel Zaka. It, it, it is just it, – it's, inf- it's infuriating because you want this kid to do well, not because he was a high draft pick or anything, but like because you know he has that he, ability. He, he has all the raw materials. He just needs – And it just it hasn't clicked yet. And they're giving him the opportunity this year, like – if I were coaching, I already would have put Zajac with Mojo and Brat when he comes back. I would have been like, look, Zaka, you had your chance. So we'll go over the games. Uh, Devils played the Flyers um, yeah, <clears throat> over the last game. weekend. Um, I, I, apparently in my show prep here, I went on a little bit of a rant. <laughs> it was coming off of the, the shitty um, shitty loss we had the game before. Um, and it just continued against the Flyers. Um, a crappy effort. Um and it I, sounded I, like they were in the box. I listened to it on the radio mm-hmm. driving back from Cape Cod. Uh, it sounded like there were just every two seconds we were in the box. Yeah. The the way that they played essentially was like one of those, all right, I'm tuning out the coach. The coach is getting fired after the game. I don't give a crap anymore. Let's just you know reboot this shit right now. Could that, just be the afternoon game. <clears throat> it could have been. But just like that, that, that crappy effort. And... For our team itself, my my gripe is, and I know this is probably not a a, a hockey comment, but a fan comment. You're a fucking fanboy. <laughs> so, as a team, okay, if we're down one with three minutes to go, we're not a good possession team. Stop fucking pulling the goalie. It gets in our zone. Fine, we all attack the puck, and we lose it. And they score a goal every damn time. I, I, I cannot stand pulling the goalie, and I cannot stand that stupid drop well, pass on a power play. Well, that's just a, the, pulling the goalie is a I understand a calculated that gamble that we lose one hundred percent of the yeah, time. Sometimes we do. I don't like and watching the highlights of that game. All teams have to do is hit Taylor Hall. And our team kind of gets lost. It's true. Now, as far as losing to the Flyers, like that's a game we can't lose. Not because we're better than them, but that's a division game where we're losing points. Now, us losing to Nashville, or at least getting a point out of it, mm-hmm. that's a team we're supposed to lose to. But we played very well against. We, we, we played came back. in spurts. <clears throat> yeah. In spurts. But sometimes I think our team needs that and does that well. I like I was look they came what Predators came in what 7 and 1 before before they won okay I, I was expecting to lose I drove into that game thinking all right I'm just going to watch like a blowout tonight I don't know but we scored they tied we scored again they tied we scored again they tied but we came back three times which is fine but it, we're not a consistent team we're not we're not there yet <clears throat> and defensively it, and, we're not consistent and you know there was in last night's game. There's plenty of hockey karma. There's you'll always see it where the hockey gods will give you an opportunity, and if you don't take advantage of it, they're going to hurt you. And you had shorthanded Coleman had a breakaway, didn't score. They come back, bang, tie the game up three three. Overtime, Andy Green comes down the boards. It's two on one. He takes a shot. They make the save. Next face-off, puck goes the other way. They score. It's hockey karma. I've always it, talked about it. I've always said it. Last night's game against the Predators in overtime, we were way too fancy. Like, like we were thinking of making fancy passes and doing this. and, and just, All you had to do was, like, blow on a player, and they drop the puck to the opposition. It, it, that's how easy and it Taylor was. Taylor Hall tries to do too much. Way too much. You know what? Take the puck. Fly down. Get in the zone, let the other two guys come in, and then set up, set something up. Use your speed to, to kind they of They know you're not going to shoot from the outside. Mm. 
They know. And, I, and over time, I get it because you don't want to give up possession of the puck. But in a game, everybody knows you're going to come down the boards, hit the brakes, look for the trailer. Like, take them wide. Go to the net. And I, I would say this to any player that has speed like him, McDavid. Take the guy wide every time. And then you know what? Three times you're taking them wide, taking them wide. They start cheating. They start opening up their legs and turning to keep you pinned against the boards. Then you hit the brakes. Now you've bought yourself three or four seconds for that pass, for that, you know, cut to the net, take a quick shot. You know, it's it's the old Brett Hall used to, Bobby Hall used to say to Brett Hall, first shot of the game, always take a shot at the dude's head, the goalie's head. Next shot of the game, take it at his head. By the third shot, when he sees you pull that stick back, what's that goalie going to do? He's going to go pull his arms up. He's going to pull his, and, and then low. you shoot it on the ice. That's that's the the simplicity of this game. So um, I'm going to say right now, I am signing you to an indefinite deal with this podcast. I'm not losing you to the New Jersey Devils as a head coach. Yeah, I know. So I'm not going to get a head coaching job. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm Anywhere. Ju- I'm just saying. Um, just to kind of wrap up the at least the Flyers thing. It, it, considering I wrote this after watching that game. I saw highlights of Anthony Duclair where he was. Oh, that was a nice goal. That was a nice goal. That's up for goal of the year. And I'm sorry. And I sit here and I go, the best we did was pick up a waiver wire deal deal with the Penguins for John Sebastian D. But the thing with Duclair is, where is he going to play? Don't know. Don't care. Put him on the team. Yeah, but he's a guy that needs to play top six minutes to be effective, and he wasn't going to get those top six minutes with us. He wasn't. Okay. Who was he better than? Is he better than Mojo? Is he better than Hall? Is he better than Paul Mary? Is he better than Brett? Right now, maybe Brat, may may right. be Brat, but then Brat comes back from a jaw injury. Then, what? but no, no, then Brat loses his confidence and his minutes that are going to make him a better player. Because now, instead of playing fifteen minutes a game, he's only playing twelve, and he's not playing with the skilled guys. Mm-hmm. So, him playing Brian Boyle or him playing with, well, I mean, I guess Zajac would be all right. But like Zajac and Miles Wood, he's not getting he's not going to get the same opportunities. So that I understand why, you know, I mean, Duclair only has four goals, though. Four goals that we don't have. Let's I mean, again, this this show is definitely one of those coaches standpoint, fan standpoint, meshes somewhere in the middle. Um, we we'll, talk. We'll just agree to disagree. Oh, oh. Hello, bro. <laughs> Like a fine Guinness. It's dark and white on both sides, and sometimes you just have to enjoy it for what it is. Benoit Chico Broke, mm-hmm. how you doing? <laughs> well, Doc, you know. <laughs> I just I love my fish and chips. And that was good me, Guinness. <laughs> Reminds me of a cricket match back down in 1919 with the Irish and the English. I think right there we just made Tracy spit up water. Sorry. You brought it up. All right, Devil's Predators. Um I don't know. I mean overall it was uh, I expected it wasn't to a lose. total effort. No. It wasn't a total effort. Or the total package. But it was ha- <laughs> <laughs> Who, Who's the Lex Luger on this team? <laughs> um uh, it was better than the Flyers game. It was better than the game before the Flyers. I, I think it was better than the Flyers game because we, especially after the first like four shifts, we knew if we didn't step our game up and play better, we were going to get embarrassed. And it looked like that from the first three shifts. That like holy shit, they had like six shots on goal in the first two minutes. Yeah, and then at the end of the first period, shots on goal were eighteen seventeen. We were under one. I was like, wow. Usually we have seventeen shots by the end of the two. Yep. Hey, what are you gonna do? Um, another thing that's kind of kind of been put out there, uh, an article from ESPN: a betting lounge is now going to be a part of the Prudential Center. Jay's gonna get lost. Oh boy, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna lose our seatmate to uh, to to a uh, man. As part of becoming a team sponsor, sportsbook operator William Hill. We'll have a name on the Prudential Center Lounge where games can be watched on more than 20 screens with odds boards displaying the menu of betting options across all sports. Cool. 
I, the, the more I see, okay, and, and this is like real life situation. The more I see this kind of stuff and the more I watch Jay, <laughs> sports betting for hockey is going to be bad. <laughs> bad. I will never bet on hockey ever. And it's not like I'm like a, a bookie or. Because I love Atlantic City. I will go play three card poker all night until the fucking sun comes up. Penny slots for uh, slots for no, me. You, I think you were right the first time. <laughs> um, but betting on hockey, I've had friends ask me, and like, I I think I just watch too much hockey mm-hmm. that I will talk myself like, yeah, you know, like you would think like yep. Islanders Detroit or Nashville Detroit, and you're like, Nashville. oh man, I'm pound just pound Nashville. I mean, you're not going to get good odds, but they'll definitely. And then bang, Detroit will be like. We haven't won a game all year, but we'll beat the best team in the league. Like, and they'll beat it, them like 7-1. And that's where my brain will just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you'll, you'll place that bet and then throw your phone because you second-guess yourself. And that's why I don't bet. I'd rather play Mega Ball or Mega Millions and Powerball and know I'm going to lose. So we also had a question of the week, fan question of the week, uh, brought to us by Tracy from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Ask the question, what in the hell is the Predator's logo? It is a saber-toothed tiger. Because, and I don't even have to look this up because I remember this shit. Oh, boy. When they were digging, excavating, that's the word, for to build the arena, they found oh, a... Snaggletooth? They, no, they found a skeleton of a saber-toothed tiger. And that's how they came up with Predator's. Look at you. That's why the logo is... Is of a predator. Yep. Of, of a saber tooth. They used to have cat. it like turned and facing forward. But... Uh, I like the profile one with the snarly yeah, tooth. With the long tooth hanging. Yeah. So, folks, if you want to ask us a fan question of the week, go ahead and go to hsskpod.com. Go to the contact page. Put question of the week in a subject. Ask away. We will focus that question on a future episode. Now, some NHL news and notes from the past week. Good Lord, we mentioned it already. The Pens blasted Calgary by nine. Nine. Nine times. <sighs> what movie is that? I don't know. Oh, come on, man. I'm not the movie guy. Ferris Bueller. Okay. I've had my shares of days off. <laughs> but up on. Jordan Tutu retires at the age of 35. Former devil. Yeah. And uh, how many years sober was he? A lot. Yeah. He likes he, to. He said he wanted to retire to help the Inuit people. Good for him. He was a good guy. I had no problems with Jordan Tutu. On our team and as a person, absolutely not. Nope. I mean, he was he was one-dimensional, but but he was he was I mean, he was on our fucking power play. That's how bad our team was for a while. Well. But as a person, we all do respect him, so that's great. Uh you just mentioned it before, the Detroit Red Wings finally win a game in 2018-19. Congratulations to them, finally. We were there once. Yep. <laughs> and it fucking sucked. Yep. That's when there were like entire sections where there was nobody and they were just doing dollar dogs just to get people to come. And still didn't fill out the place. Nope. Former Islanders owner Charles Wang passes away at 75. That sucks. He was the guy that wanted he wanted to build a brand new arena. From by NASA and everything that I read, everybody was like, "Holy hell!" Charles Wang was like, 200 percent in on Islander stuff. Like yep. he was the guy. The only thing, I, the questionable decision was him fucking hiring Garth Snow as, as a GM. As yeah. the GM. But. Well, he went from what Millberry to Snow. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't win them all. Even Peter Laviolette mentioned it, like you know. He gave thanks to, to Charles Wang. He gave thanks to, to Milbury for giving his first coaching spot and stuff like that. He had nothing but great things to say about Charles Wang. So if one good thing about another good thing about the Islanders is now gone. Uh, another news, Gary Bettman upholds the 20-game suspension for Tom Wilson. Uh, there was like rumors that they wanted to, to negotiate, a, like knocking off a couple games just so that the arbitrator wouldn't necessarily set a bad tone for like, hey, you're going to do something stupid, but you know, we can only give you a couple games for it. Well, he can go now and argue to an, uh, a, I guess, a, another arbitrator mm-hmm. that, you know, to have his suspension, but it's fucking stupid for him to do that. 
Look, he's at 10 games already. Done. What's another 10? It's going to be two weeks if he goes to another arbitrator, which is now 15. Like, Just sit. Sit and shut up. Sit it out. You're and, good, man. And Don't apparently worry. there was some really extremely strong wording. I, I think simply equating that you do it again, you get 40. Like you do it again, you're done. Like it's now. Can I bet on that at the Will Hill betting thing that Tom Wilson will be suspended by season end within a calendar year from when he comes off of suspension? I'll do a bet with you. I'll do it within six months. You Ooh. do you do twelve. I'll do six months. All right, I'll take that bet. Six months is shorter than you think. <laughs> Peter Laviolette um, ended up going to a press conference after a win um, dressed as a bull. It's awesome. <laughs> the league needs more of this. When I coached, I made a bet that as long as we won, I wouldn't shave my head. And I had. Some, Did you have a mullet? I had a, a weird skullet going on. And then I changed it when we got to the playoffs. I said, as long as we're playing in the playoffs, I won't shave. My, I won't like trim my beard. And I. You I had full a, food. I had a little grizzly going on, but nice. Don't worry about that anymore. Nate <laughs> Schmidt, he won't have to worry about being unemployed at any point. He signs a six-year extension with the Las Vegas Golden Knights through twenty-four, twenty-five. Annual average of eh, smidge under six. Ten-team no-trade clause. Good deal for this to the Vegas Knights, or no? Yes. I'd, so there you go. He's a number. He's a number one, number two defenseman. Um, if they go and spend the money on Carlson, if he doesn't resign with the Sharks, mm-hmm. Nate Schmidt and Eric Carlson together would be a dangerous defensive pair on Vegas. Jumps right back into a playoff picture, right, for Vegas? Um, yeah, I just think Vegas has a hangover. They they put on the freshman fifteen, you know, mm-hmm. like it's we we had enough. We had a good party last year. It's a good time. We. All right, we're going to do it again, and they didn't really work out as hard. They don't have the chip on their shoulder. They're not coming off of a surprise to anybody. So that's why they – and they they got hit hard with injuries. Stasny's gone for a while. Uh, Alex Tuck was hurt for a while. So – and they introduced a bunch of new parts. So chemistry needs Chemistry is a, is, is a big thing. Um, you decided to add something called Tortorella's Comments. So – Tortorella came out. I think he has like a weekly or show in Columbus. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Ratings. <laughs> <laughs> and he made the comment that to about his team that oh like, boy, can someone hate a little bit? Like he's like everybody on the ice is friends with the other team, and there's no hate anymore in the league. That you know, there's no more brawls. Like they used to. And I don't think he meant it hateful in the sense of like there needs to be Detroit, Colorado brawls, but there's no snarl anymore. Right. Like, even in rivalries, it doesn't really matter because there's no there's no bite to it okay. anymore. Like even the devil ranger games, there's no bite to it anymore. It, it's it's the rangers were good. The devil sucked. Now the devils are on their way up and the rangers suck. And it, there's there's nothing on the ice that shows that any of our players hate any of their players. Well, you can even go back to in 2012 when we had the the the, the six man tag team match as soon as the puck dropped it for the game. Yeah, you... <clears throat> I I'd love to know how that started. Like how do like so you being a coach? How, does like DeBoer it's... look over at Tortorella? The game and, like, was at Ma- no. The game was at Madison Square Garden. The away team has to publish their starting lineup first. And he put out the fourth line. And he put out our fourth line, which wasn't really even our fourth line because I don't even think Gio was. I think it was like Cam Jansen. Like, I think there was like a couple of guys that were just called up for that or whatever. Carter, Bernier. Uh, and he saw that as kind of like Tortorella saw that as an insult. Okay. So then he dresses his goons. goons. And that's where it starts. I can't argue with what Tortorella says. Like, there's no hate anymore. But it's a different game. It, it you is. You know, like, today, you got guys that they, a bunch of different players will go to Toronto or Florida or California to train 
together. Right. All off season. You've got guys that play juniors together, guys that played in college together, guys that play on Olympic teams or, or developmental teams together. And that, that bite isn't there anymore because these guys all know each other. And you know, it's, too, uh, it's not like the old days where like you went home to Saskatchewan and trained on your own and you did your own thing and you didn't interact with any other players and you only hung out with your team. It's too big of a business now. And two, I think even the game itself is faster. You have a guy coming up the boards like a Taylor Hall, right? Flying up there. You have a goon that's ready to freaking take his head off. Right. And like, you know, but you can't catch him. Right. You're, you're going to give the boards a check versus a player. Cause he's going to be 10 feet past you. Yep. And, and, and too, I can understand too that there needs to be yeah, that snarl, that that little chippiness, which is fine. But I think in Tortorella's mind, it goes back to that 2012 fist fight. Like that, that's leaning. I just on think what he, he wants, wants. I think no, I think he wants his team to play with anger, and I, I get it, anger and urgency. Where you know what, you lost that puck battle. Don't just kind of like, oh well, next time, eh, next time. No, like fuck, man. Like I want to, right. You know, like, I don't want you to hit somebody to put, like, hurt them, but I want you to hit them and let them know you're there. A little a little uh, playing with a chip on your shoulder for 60 minutes. I, I don't disagree with that. Coming from a Devils fan, John Tortorella, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I just think that Tortorella may go a little bit overboard with, with the wants. Yeah, his, but his, uh, his, his shelf it, life is... His, his intentions are fine, but the fact that you realize that it's from John Tortorella... And I'm not you're saying right. he's not a smart guy, but... No, but like you said, shelf life is, is half of what it typically is because you just... How long can you go... Listen, you're at work, you're sitting at a computer, and your boss comes up and screams in your ear day after day after day after day after day. How long can you take it? I think mm-hmm. Tortorella would be a very good college coach. Oof. I think he would be a very good college coach because his shelf life would never die. Every four, every, every four years, four years he gets, he's got new guys. Yeah. And the guys he really pisses off get the transfer. <laughs> or leave and go play in the NHL or wherever. Three stars of the week. Star number three, Marc-Andre Fleury, ended up with two wins, one goal against average, and a save percentage of about 950. Number two is God, I mean McDavid. <laughs> two goals, four assists, six points in three games. Number one star, of course, because he basically did all this in one game. Two games. Gabriel Landeskog. He six scored. goals, one assist, seven goals, and three games played. He scored three against the Devils, and then he scored like two the next day. Crazy. Well, I take him on fantasy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Toronto Maple Leafs. A little William Nylander update. Possibly finding some common ground. Six-year deal, possibly. Six and a half, seven and a half. Apparently, Toronto and William Nylander listened to our show because we put that number out there for what he's yep what we think he's worth no i would say give him if you're going to give him Mm -hmm. 7.5 million make his salary two point i mean uh 5.5 and give him a two million dollar signing bonus so that the annual aav is 7.5 if if I were him, that's what I would jump at. Like, look, your annual salary is going to be 5.5. Let's say there's a lockout. You're guaranteed to at least $2 million during that lockout. How bad is that? Tush, tush schmucks. Yeah. <laughs> the one point, what, $6 billion lottery Powerball was won the other day by some dude in South Carolina? I want to be his best friend. Well, there it is. There's Southern Rob. Oh. You guys can go hunting. With your Magna cats together, putting putting some of that skate shooting together, my spit tune. We can go really off on this. Yes, we can, but we won't. Who will win NHL awards this year? Was a good topic you put out there, considering this was probably made what in November of last year. <laughs> yeah. for the, I want to say this that this, this show definitely, like I wrote this up definitely in like about a month ago. <laughs> yeah, right before the season started. So you wrote this about a month ago. We're doing this three, four weeks into a season. That's fine. I mean, I don't think my picks are all that off. Yeah, uh, maybe a little. But but here's the thing. If you're a betting man. Well, I'm already wrong with a couple of these picks. Well, there you go. See? 
See how quickly this shit changes? Mm-hmm. Even go a couple episodes back when we were talking about what crappy teams are going to be and what good teams are going to be. And when fantasy we, players we were, were off. That's all Big right. time. All right. President's Trophy Award for the most points. You gave it to? Nashville. I went with Toronto just simply because put up or shut up. UN got JT. You have, you know, you possibly could have Nylander. You're gonna, you're gonna have uh, Marner. You're gonna have all these guys. Matthews, go for it. Yeah. Most points because you know it's not gonna be Washington. They're a little, yeah, they're a little, little over, a little, but you know, Toronto went all in. Jack Adams, we went Coach of the Year. You went Bob Bugner, Bo, Bo, of Florida, because I had Florida being the team to beat this year. Okay. I went with a tie between Babcock and DeBoer. <laughs> did you see Elliot Friedman on TV this weekend? No, I did not. So they did like the outdoors kind of thing. I think they were in Winnipeg. Sure. Where like the state, they're on a stage with a desk in front of them, but all the fans are behind them and very college football like. <laughs> and there's a guy just holds up a sign. It looks like he drew it like. 10 minutes before yeah and it says suck my babcock <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, to elliot friedman's uh thing Credit. he didn't he didn't turn around he didn't look he didn't laugh he didn't and he talked about it on his podcast he was like i knew there was something there when i see all of the producers and the cameramen kind of like duck their head around <laughs> and, and just start of, shaking yeah. a little bit yeah <laughs> See, I don't think I'd ever be able to do like TV or radio or stuff because you always have somebody talking to your ear, but then you see that you have like a crowd behind you and you see, you see a distraction visually, like all these people laughing. I would have been like, you know, well, what's so funny? Yeah, but that's that's the fun part of it. Like some of the best parts of Saturday Night Live is when they break down in mid skit. Yeah, it it is. In anything, not just Saturday Night Live, but anything. Uh, Rocket Richard, most goals in the year. You go. Oh, Patrick Lina. I went with the old uh, old standard. The new OV and the old OV? Yeah, I went old OV. I just, you know, fine. He can he can score his 100 goals a year, but what's that going to do for Washington? I don't the, know. The, the old King Clancy here is... Uh, for humanitarian. You could just pick anybody random. I just picked Jason Zucker because he was up for it last year. All right. I went with Subban just simply because of what he does. And by the way, uh, this kind of leads into a topic we're doing either next week, the week after, about... Um, Banter, yeah. Next week, banter. Um, people were screaming at Subban after that non-trip uh, uh, that Hall had on. on oh, I'm last sure night. it wasn't racist at all. No, actually, it wasn't. It, like I don't know. Like two minutes left in the game. Fuck you, Subban. You still can't skate. And all the fucks and the, the fucking drunks in the the section are going. Ah, ah, ah. Tune in next week for stupidity. <laughs> ban ban. Oh boy, banter's gonna have a beep button. <laughs> All you're going to hear for an hour and a half is beep. Jennings Trophy for the lowest team goals goes to. You do realize lowest team goals is lowest team goals against. Oh. Because I saw you pick the Islanders. And I I don't think the Islanders are going to have the best defense in the league. I did this quick. Sorry. Eh, Okay. San Jose. Let's see. Who else can I? We're not going to pick Toronto because we know how great their their defense is. When they're talking about trading Kadri and not getting back any kind of defensive help. Everybody, like all Toronto fans, like, what the hell, man? Can you keep Kadri? You have to have center depth. Like, you have no D. No, they don't. Well, they do, but they're just not developed as well as they thought they would have. Lowest team against? I don't know. Who's leading the league right now? Best defense? Yeah. Probably, I wouldn't say, I don't think it's Nashville. I want to, it's. Uh, I'm going, all right, fine, Nashville. Yeah, it's probably we'll go Nashville. Guess. Um, I didn't put a defensive player because I didn't have enough time to look through it. You went with who for the Selkie? Because I'll Nazem Kadri. Because right. the other two guys in front of him are worrying about scoring goals, and he should just worry about not giving up goals. MVP by the NHL Players Association. The Lindsay Award goes to Connor McDavid. I went with Kyle Palmieri. See, I just think Connor McDavid because Edmonton's not going to be good, but he's going to be fucking sick. It, it, it's like last year with with the Devils. Without Hall, we'd be nothing. Paul Mary, I mean, look after the first two weeks that he's had. Yeah. Uh, look. Yeah. Masterson. Who cares? <laughs> Sportsmanship award. Who cares? I went with Gritty the mascot. 
He's not very sportsmanlike. If you've seen him, he's already been in the box. Norris Trophy, best, best def- defensive player. You went Brett Burns, and I went with his teammate Art Carlson. Can't go really wrong there. Nope. Although right now it's Morgan Riley, Art Ross for most points. Austin Matthews. Yeah, so did I. Rookie of the year goes to. I went with Miko Heiskinen from Dallas, the defenseman. I went with Buffalo and Darlene. Who, to to those who who played video games, kind of sounds like the guy from Street Fighter, no? Darlene. Yeah. Vesna. Who's the Indian guy with the yeah, his arms the, stretched out? Yeah, that's him. Vesna, best goalie goes to. Marty Jones. I went with Pecorini. Because I think that San Jose is going to have the best defense, so that usually goes hand in hand, which would make your choice actually logical because uh, you picked Nashville to have the lowest goals against. Uh, see? See? It all works out in the end when we have two more to go. Lady Bing, gentlemanly award goes to... Patrick Marlowe. Sure, why not? Yeah, I think you just I, put Marlowe randomly because you saw I put Marlowe. Yeah, I, honestly, because I, I've never heard the name Patrick Marlowe and anything negative happen after that. Like like when he signed his contract, Marlowe's... Uh, wait, no. I keep getting him. Toronto. Who went to Toronto? Okay. See, like he went to... Oh, he went to Toronto. Like, oh, he was with the Sharks. It's like, there's nothing negative about that guy ever. The ever. Devils. The Devils took a big shot at him years ago. <laughs> When he was first a UFA, like he came to New Jersey. I think he got a tour of like Newark before we were in it. Mm-hmm. And then he resigned. Because if you had to choose between playing in Newark or living in San Jose, I think it's an easy choice. Mm. Yeah. Hart Trophy goes to. I put Alex Barkoff because I think he's going to be nasty this year, but I'm apparently very wrong. <laughs> I just went with McDavid because everybody feels that, oh, he got screwed last year. So it's like basically like, here, fucking give it to him. He didn't get screwed. His team didn't make the playoffs. You can't be the most, like, if there was an award for the best player, you got it. But he wasn't the most valuable player because he didn't do anything for his team other than his personal stats. Like, Taylor Hall literally carried the team last year into the playoffs. If Connor McDavid last year... Got his team into the playoffs. He's MVP. But maybe he does it this year. I don't know. I doubt it. All right. On to some wrestling. Yay. Um, I don't know what you want to call it. Sad news. It's sucky news. Um, Roman Reigns' uh, leukemia has returned. Out of the blue. I mean, I'm I'm not watching Raw. I flipped through my 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 Twitter, and all of a sudden yeah. it's like, "Oh, fucking cancer sucks." I'm like, I texted what? It to you, yeah. And 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 then all of a sudden, like, I'm I'm like, "Okay, what happened with Raw?" And I'm watching. I'm like, like you know, a minute and eleven clip. I'm like, as soon as he said, "My name is Joe," and I was like, "Uh oh," and boom, leukemia. He back. has the same kind of leukemia that Brian Boyle had. Yeah, you mentioned the other, uh, last night that Brian Boyle, uh, during a, one of the breaks, Brian Brian Boyle was going to reach out to him and, and yeah. talk to him. And I, I kind of responded back. I go, well, that's either going to be good or bad. Good because, yeah, he's helping out Roman Reigns to say, hey, you know, I'm here for you, whatever. So somebody to lean on. Bad part is um, Roman Reigns now has it twice. <laughs> Brian yeah. Boyle's just got, got over his. Well, well the, when it when it came on and I was kind of flipping through and I saw him in the ring, you know, and the crowd boos him and all this other stuff. And I was explaining to my wife. She goes, why is the crowd booing him if he's a good guy? And my wife is still very Hulk Hogan good, macho man bad, bad. kind of. <laughs> okay. So I had to explain that, you know, the WWE forces him down everybody's throat. And if you're any fan of wrestling, you want things to grow organically into. So I was like, that's why they boo Roman Reigns and they boo John Cena and, you know. So then he comes out and says he has leukemia, and she turns and goes, Is it a work? Is this fake? I was like, if this is fake, <laughs> this is fucked up. Con- it- and considering, isn't the- October is Breast Cancer Awareness, right? Yeah. So they already have this whole thing with the, with the, with the a Woman's Foundation, uh, Susan G. Coleman. Um, <laughs> yeah, if this is, if this is a said, fake thing. I said, if this is fake, I was like, this is a horrible way to get the guy over. TNA number one <laughs> next week's ratings. It's up there with David Arquette. <laughs> oh, 
I, I mean, and, and, and I, I, I think about it. Um, for all the times that we've shit on him. <laughs> he, I, look, we shit on him for the same reason everybody else shits on him. They force him down your throat. Right. He, but, then, but then there are some things that it, it gets to a point that you hate his character so much, you start hating the real guy. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the hate comes from. And then well, I that's, just... That's the people that need to get out of their mom's basement okay. and go to therapy. <laughs> listen, because listen, listen. Let's, it's still let's... real to me, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not talk about mom's basements, okay? Let's... As we currently sit. <laughs> yeah. But this, is no, this is your house, so... Um, you have a thing here. Is there a Becky Lynch idea? Yeah, I'm not going to do the Irish accent on this one. Oh, come on. No. We need Brogue back. No, because this was Bubba Ray's idea. So the evolution is this weekend? Sunday, I think, yeah. Okay. So Bubba Ray said his idea to get Becky Lynch over as a heel would be it's an Iron Man match or Falls Count or Last Man Standing match Okay. against Charlotte. And he's like, just have Becky Lynch, like, brutally, like annihilator, hurt, hurt Charlotte, like maybe hit her in the knee or have her bleeding, where she can get up, but she's hurt. Okay. Have Ric Flair come down to the ring to check on Charlotte, like concern. Sure. Yeah. Come into the ring. Yeah. Have Becky Lynch. Pick out, pick up a chair, and just fucking wail on Ric Flair and say, "Stay down," to Charlotte, or I'll keep hitting him with the chair. That's a good idea from Bubba Ray. That's it's, that, that that's the ECW in him still, where it's like, "Stay down, stay down," and like he keeps trying every time he gets up, she, she hits him with a chair, and, she, and, and Charlotte's yelling, "Stay down, Dad, just stay down," and then Becky's yelling at Charlotte, "Lay down." For the ten count. Why? Why isn't Bubba Ray a writer? He should be. It, he shouldn't be a trainer. He should be a writer. That's a, that's that's a fucking badass idea. I they'll like use that. that. They'll use that for something else. I hope they use it for this. Look, the fact that you put the strap on Becky Lynch and all right, Becky Lynch one has now come up to a status of like organically. Yeah, almost like Nia Jax kind of did. They didn't force her down. I'll say wrong. I'll say Ronda Rousey because it's not like she came in and boom, they gave her a belt. No, they waited two months. But they, they, they worked. She should have had up. to work her way yeah. through, through everything. Like she could have, she could have came out and said, look, I don't want the title shot. I want to beat everybody once. Once I beat everybody once and then you build a feud where she can't beat somebody. Then they can talk to Oscar about how, how right, that but feels. then you have a feud where she can't beat, can't beat, can't beat, and then that person gets the title, and then you give Ronda Rousey her WrestleMania, SummerSlam, whatever moment, right, where she finally beats her. Alexa Bliss organically went up. Yep, Becky Lynch has risen to that, and the fact that she's facing Charlotte Flair. Take away the Flair name, she's still fucking good. She's a good wrestler. They're all good wrestlers, except for. Ronda Rousey. And Lana. I mean, Lana's learning. But at least she's trying. It's true. Resume. And she wasn't She wasn't brought in to be a wrestler. I mean, she's kicking ass, though. I mean, I mean look, look, her husband's fucking she Rusev. She can kick my ass. And you know what? I'll take Becky Lynch, so I'll take your redhead, okay? Like I said, when she was at the, at the Devil's Game, she didn't give two shits. Boom, we had a fight. She's like, oh, fight. Cool, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's good. Um, John Cena and Daniel Bryan refusing to work the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Because of the uh, murdered journalists? <laughs> yeah, the, the, they're both saying that they're not feeling very comfortable about going over there to uh How to perform. much money is going to be thrown at both of those guys both to, of, to do it? Or, um, uh, what do you call it? At, at those guys or the WWE? Both. I don't know what to shut to shut them up to get them to come. Oh, John Cena is the biggest name and acting, I, you know, wise in this industry. I don't know. I mean, because it, and they were both supposed to wrestle like pretty important matches. Like yes. Daniel Bryan supposed to wrestle AJ Styles. What are you going to do? Um, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I tell you what you do. The WWE could stand to lose 12 to 16 mil if they pull out of this whole deal. It was what they sound like a 10-year deal with, with being over overseas and something like that for, for this kind of crap. Yep. But I'll tell you what I do. Uh-oh. It's because Roman Reigns was also supposed to have, what, like a triple threat match with Lesnar and, and, and Braun Strowman. Yep. You put AJ Styles in it and you put both belts on the line. I don't know, but would the belts drop or would this be like a DQ ending? Like, well, that's how I mean. Obviously, you're going to have a, a DQ ending where Cause you and don't, then you, the next Raw, you have a rematch between Strowman and Brock Lesnar and you let Strowman win the belt. I thought I thought Lesnar was done. Like what? Uh, it's amazing what money will make you do. Like, but like, was this part of his contract where it's like, okay, my contract is over. The only thing is, though, I still have those couple events overseas left to do. But like, my TV they, and main pay per views are done. Or they just turned to him and were like, "Listen, look, <laughs> a bunch of these Saudi guys, they want to pay like you ten million dollars just to be there and and do a couple F fives and stuff, and then you can go home." I mean, but it does it does show a lot that the last time he showed up at a pay-per-view, he showed up in, like, no logo stuff. It was all just plain black. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that deal is, but. I, I, I mean, I respect Cena and Daniel Bryan. I wonder if the WWE will stand behind them. I don't think they're going to pull out of the event, WWE. But are they going to give shit to John Cena and Daniel Bryan? And what if other people in the next month decide to do the same thing? You have a mutiny on your hands because two of your biggest stars go, uh-uh. And is it money or is it over your concern for safety? It's it's a, it's a, or is it over your political beliefs? I, I think it's more of the whole safety issue. Like of, of everything that happened, it's, I don't know. If it's a safety issue, you fly in for the day of the event and you fly out as soon as it's over. Both those guys can fly on the same fucking plane. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It, it it's tough when when you get into something like that when you have to break character much like mm-hmm. the 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 Roman Reigns, "Hi, my name is Joe." Um that that guy was like, "Wow, my name is Joe." And I was like, "Oh, what what?" <laughs> Just what? And I would have had after he like laid the title down in the ring, I would have had all the wrestlers in the back come out and kind of like, yeah, give him a standing O. Yeah, they kind of did that. He went back to the dressing room and they showed the 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 human side of of that locker room. But yeah, it, it would have been better to. But the, my whole thing is like, and not not to say did the locker room know or like did Vince know like when he obviously because they have to give the go ahead for him to go do that. And they had like the graphics already set up, so and, so they knew everything. Like they had the graphics set up for. Oh, now the match is going to be this. Like you can't do that on the fly. Yeah, the graphics guys are working overtime, probably not getting paid. Last topic we have for our wrestling segment here, as we went with the hockey thing about awards. WWE has what they call the Slammy Awards. They haven't done it in a couple of years, though. You know what? We're old school. We do Slammy Awards. Well, they have like a thousand of them now. Like Slammy Awards. If you go and look it up. It's like, oh, my God, moment and this. And that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't watch it enough to know. Best, what th- best rock impersonation yeah. people's elbow move is. The best Monday night finisher on a Tuesday on <laughs> February. In a, in a February on an odd month, on an odd year. Sure. So what we went, we went with, with four topics here. We went superstar, female performer, tag team, and breakout. We went really, you went really simplistic with this. So that, that's fine because this is mostly what you would, we would build an organization around. Um, breakout superstar. Oh, Elias. But uh, my only question with that is, hasn't he already broken out? Like, he, he's, at, he's at top spot. It, it's, now it's just a waiting for that right, shooter. Right, but he dri- went from that stupid drifter gimmick where he was just walking with the guitar to now where he's when he's in the ring he doesn't even have to wrestle like he gets segments and promos okay i see where you're going with it. You, you're you're leaning more on the entertainment value of it. Mm. i mean and his wwe fucking what would elias what, walk with walk elias, with elias. Oh. yeah that that was that was that was good. genius that was it's almost like miz uh with the turning yeah. the wwe thing around it, it's Two of the best fucking heels in that company, yep. Elias and and, and, and Miz. Miz. 
Uh, I went with Adam Cole. I went NXT. I know Adam Cole's not a newbie. He's been around. He was in the indie circuit, New Japan, all that kind of crap. But considering that they're really pushing him in NXT, you, I get that feeling. Like the first thing I thought about is, oh great, he's another CM Punk. Like they're gonna form him in that mold, but he's gonna be Adam Cole. I don't know. It's just that when when you when you look at the NXT thing, and you just see them like really pushing like superstars up, it's like all right, well they're the next they're the next go to guy. Who's what's the the other group with the guy from TNA? Uh, Cody Rhodes? No, 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 no. The other in in NXT. Oh, the Kenny Omaga dude. No, 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 no. He used to be on TNA. Uh, he was part of the Canadian group. Eric Young. Oh yeah, that that fucking like brood two version, but like sicker. Yeah, I think what you do is you bring those guys up and have them go just destroy the new day. I'm good. That'll be after the day after fucking Raw. I mean uh, WrestleMania. Um, you went tag team of the year. It's got to be the B team because name other tag teams that aren't the Usos. Why, why do you think my, my my answer is blank? Yeah. Because I couldn't think of anyone else. There are there is no one else. There's just and, no good. That Eric Young, whatever they are. Yeah. Sure. Let them be that. Female performer? Ah, uh, my Becky Lynch. Ah, you went. You finally went with the redhead. I went Becky Lynch and Nia Jax. I think just simply Becky Lynch, obviously, because of what she's doing now. Nia Jax, because what she did in her... You could also throw Alexis Bliss on there too, because she started her this whole shit. She can, yeah. she can, she can do a promo. She she has everything from every fucking generation of women's wrestling, from a diva up until now, in all one package. She has the sex appeal. She can wrestle. She's good on the mic. Yep. She's she can still carry your division. Like she's a good, she's a good heel with Mickey James. I think anybody that you throw in with her is, is like she doesn't need to have a, a sidekick, but I guess her her shtick is uh, I have a sidekick I'm just gonna like you know throw away after a while after I right. abused and abused you so there's your huh? superstar of the year for you goes to awesome. <laughs> How long were you waiting to do that? I just thought of it. Uh, all right, the Miz. I mean, when John Cena isn't around, he's the most entertaining. Guy on is, the mic. Is he the most electrifying? <laughs> no. That, that's already been taken. Quiet on the set. Quiet. Look, at you had the whole Miz Tourage together. You put the B-Team and Miz on your... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, I was no. a big Bo Dallas fan back when he came out. Is You have to Bo leave. It's... <laughs> It's ama- I went with AJ Styles, by the way, but it's amazing when you think about where people came from. <laughs> you, the shittiest gimmicks that you get to throw, you get through, like like Fandango, and then at some point he's gonna be like, uh, I don't know, something, and then you can think about it. Goes, he was Fandango. He'll be part of the new ministry. What if the Undertaker comes back? What do you mean? He is back. No, I meant like if he, he's 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 full- a he's a full time part time wrestler. <laughs> he's a full time pay per view wrestler. I think that's less than part time too. If that rest, if that pay per view is has to do with like in the year nineteen ninety nine, or has some type of Halloweeny type gimmick to it. <laughs> My God, King! My God, what in the hell happened this week to wrestling? That whole thing about like about Joe. <laughs> I just keep calling him Joe. The real Samoan Joe. Yeah. Who's actually hurt? Apparently, I heard. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That whole thing about leukemia coming back is like you. Just, you look at wrestling and you go, no, "I don't care about it anymore." Is he going to be all right? And like, well, he'll they'll finally be able to get him over with the fans when he comes. When he back. comes back, they um um our 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 gambler in chief told me uh that they get they put the tag team belts on uh um oh god Ambrose and the uh, Rollins and Rollins and then. Um, um, Amber, uh, Rollins beat the shit out of uh, Ambrose. Yeah, oh, Ambrose beat the shit out of Rollins. So he'll be the heel. <laughs> this time. He just goes, "Why the hell do they give tag team titles and then make them break up again?" And I'm like, because wow, they're using can... the rockers technique. 
Somebody's got to be Marty. Somebody's got to be Marty Janetti. <laughs> Unfortunately, neither one of those guys are Marty Janetti because no. they're, they're both good. Because that that role is taken up by the B team. The B team is Marty Janetti. <laughs> yeah, Marty Janetti and Marty Janetti. There's no Shawn Michaels in that tag team. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Perfect is rolling around in his grave, I did man. text you about Apollo Crews. No. Oh. <laughs> Who's the other guy? The 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 other big... The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, him. Him. <laughs> Why don't they bring back the nation? Because it's racist. Didn't they... They just went through this whole thing with Hulk Hogan, okay? Which would... An awesome, yeah, but tie But Titus already came out and said basically fuck Hulk Hogan. Okay, wouldn't that just spring on his angry nation of domination? And then you create like a right to censor group. But then who? But then okay, all right, we do it. But then who's the Rock? Who who are you putting in the Rock spot? Because Apollo Cruz isn't at that level. Titus isn't at that level. No, you start. Oh, and Papa Shango and fucking who was the other one in it? Mark Mark Henry. Mark Henry. When he started off, they were the, they were Ron Simmons. Again, you're talking about all guys at the time that were mid carters. And then the Rock. And then the Rock was a mid carter. Right? The Rock was a mid carter. It wasn't until those guys. So you put. You know what? You finally break Titus out. He's fucking due. You you had a tag team with him and 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 Young. Darren Young. Until Darren Young came out of his shorts. How how did you spell King? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, you put put Bobby Lashley. Oh, there there you go. Put there you go. Then you put Apollo Crews and Titus. And who's the 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 two oh five live guy, the Cedric Alexander? Oh wow, you're you're gonna reach us across the whole And then what you do is you have them try to convince like the New Day to join our group. And you have them feud. That way it's not racist because it's all black guys fighting each other. Wow. You really went on a stretch there, didn't you, pal? And then you form like a which <laughs> wouldn't be a stretch because of the McMahons. You have them form like a right to censor group where you I mean, what's his name? Dutch Martel, like he, like he did with. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah with yeah. the We the People, you have you bring back We the People as a group to go against them. What's Tyler Breeze doing? You don't get more white looking than a white guy. What's Fandango doing? Yeah. And you uh, put yeah. them in a group there, that way. And there's then, your super mid card Survivor Series. Survivor Series match. God damn! Where's our paychecks, Vince? Paychecks. Where? Bring them. Bring, bring, now, bring. I, I highly doubt like Titus O'Neil and would go for it. He's the only and Bobby Lashley. I highly doubt those two would go for it. But Apollo Cruz will do whatever you fucking say. He's yeah, he's Shelton yeah. Benjamin. Wow. Yeah. Can you Shelton fucking Benjamin? Okay. He's like the new D Lo. He yeah. disappeared for a while and Wasn't now he's D Lo in the nation? D'Lo, yeah, but have you seen recent pictures of D'Lo Brown? Yeah, he's, he, he's he's eating the real deals now. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating meal deals. He's, he's, <laughs> he's the size of Mo and Mabel. <laughs> but, like, you could a, do so many angles. Like, <clears throat> Shelton Benjamin, who's his partner? Gable? Yeah. You know, where you have the new nation kind of chit-chatting with Shelton Benjamin, and then Gable comes over, and it's like, what was that about? Oh, man, you wouldn't understand. And then there's dissension there, and Chad Gable is like, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of them, whatever that is. You got to be careful about the wording about that. <laughs> but that's the you, real world right now. That's what you the have, WWE used to do. You you And you have a point, and, and it's... Because I think what the WWE does now is it, it it looks at these feuds in a vacuum where it's just like Becky Lynch and Charlotte is in this little bubble. You have Nia Jax or Ronda Rousey or whoever in this little bubble. They don't mix and match. They pass by each oh, other. Oh, they but mix they... and match when it turns around and it's like, <laughs> we have Daniel Bryan. Let's team him up with Ronda Rousey and they will fight, yeah, fight against. The and... <clears throat> I agree. I have... it, it needs 
it needs to get back to the edginess that the attitude ever an, had an, enough to to wet a palate. And I don't I don't need it to be like like TNA dropping the N bomb or or anything no. like that. But it's just faction e. Just start your faction based on what's going on in our country now. Right, which Vince loves to do. And if you know history, and you could just start it so slowly and organically. You could. You you do you do you do, bleh, you do a slow build. Right. You, Apollo Crews and and Titus who's the their manager, the blonde. No, uh they split. Okay. So you're already started. <clears throat> there you go. You can yeah, and but she went back into that that wrestling like thing. Okay. So but always, yes, you have yeah. And then you have them lose a match because the ref wasn't paying attention. And they they pull out the it's because we're black, right? You could, because even even and and the whole thing with with Titus tripping at the at the <laughs> <laughs> the Royal you could, Rumble, you can use that against it, like you know, like I'm you a said, joke, right? Like yeah, they make me a joke, right? I'm not I'm not saying no. I'd I'd like to see it. I'd watch again. Do you start this on SmackDown or do you keep it on Raw? You started at the draft. When is a draft? What is I don't it? know. Whenever they do the fucking, whenever they get bored. It's true. It's a good idea. I know. I'm very creative. You are. Look, where I'm like, like, and I'm looking in the show prep list. You're up to like, like show eight hundred. <laughs> Vince, just, just give me a call. You can reach me through this consulting fees. Consulting, Vince hsskpod.com. Or the con- the Triple the, H. We know you're going to be in control. We know you know content. What's best for business? You know how pissed off I was when he started using it. What's best for business? And now I'm thinking, since we're doing this podcast, they go, "Well, shit! All of our ideas are really good for business. They're really fucking good." But you know, it's not the next show. It's the the show eighteen. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> that I I think I talk about a new wrestling character. Oh, so we're not doing... Yeah, uh, it's definitely show 18. Oh, what, folks. You you have something to pay attention and listen to. <laughs> You're going to start throwing out... Um, <clears throat> teasers. Teasers, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't with you anymore. <sighs> High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, folks. HSSKpod.com for all your... Social media needs. Have your people subscribe and unsubscribe <laughs> and subscribe again. Grab grandma's phone and have them come back and just do what you have to do to get this podcast out there and popular. <laughs> popular. It's very, very important. Oh, my God. Hi, <laughs> right, Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. You're home for the perfect blend of professional hockey and wrestling talk from your pals Rob, Dave, and Benoit Brogue. <laughs> Hi. Woo! <laughs> what? Hi. Hi. <laughs> do, now, Dave, do you want to pass off your last word to, to Mr. Brogue, or, or do you just want to end this horse shit right uh, now? I don't know how. We'll try it. But uh, Benoit Brogue says, Tootles! <laughs> 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 <laughs>